Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Herd at Sports Radio. I think we got a lot of guys. Uh, we play, we play a lot of reps. Like everybody plays almost as equals reps. Like now it's getting a little shorter because it's getting closer to the game. But I think like everybody, like we got a lot of good guys and a lot of the, even the guys younger who didn't play a lot last year. Like they stepping up. They all learning and pretty much. I want to say like majority of the DB group got the the whole defense down right now. And the back end, a lot, and a lot of people could play other positions as well. So, I think it won't be just a four-man group. It could be rotations going on as well because we got other good players as well. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm shocked he uh, hasn't played more Omar Brown clips today. Omar's coming. He's played Omar's, only. Omar's he's only played coming. a few. He did a, a little drop thing. I think he practiced it before yeah. he got here today because he just had Omar clips on standby and was asking himself questions and having Omar answer them. It that was, is Shane. It was pretty fantastic to be able to talk to my man Omar today. Omar was just happy that Irvin got get He got him too. Why does that happen? Every time. So, Every time. So he, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that clip was circulating on one of – Gabe Irvin runs. Gabe Irvin's runs, and Gifford was on the receiving end, and it was the exact same play, and the exact same run fit that Omar Brown had in the spring game, when he scored on from like the six or seven mm-hmm. yard line, and I was like, oh, that looks familiar. Somebody else is gonna be on somebody's poster. I'm in the defensive backs room, but well, Shane's just kissing his poster. I don't. I don't. Every time I don't uh, sleep of Omar Brown. I, I don't. I don't read too much into that. Gifford will give a lot more. Give a lot more than he gets. Ain't so. nothing new. <laughs> no, ain't nothing new. They're so <laughs> interchangeable back there. Thank you. Thank you. So I mean, I think they 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 figure out that they can play four corners, and then the other three safeties will will be able to. I I think be interchangeable. It That's seems the like the defense has. A lot of depth right now, does it not? Yeah, like you, be, you because look at it and, and what we've been hearing, and now that the D line has that total that six number that rule brought up last week, it seems like depth is there. Yeah, I I much rather try to teach defense than offense, even though it's an offensive game. I just think offensive guys have a tendency to get more cute than defensive guys, I, and I so I can vibe with that. Generally speaking, for like simplicity's sake, um, there's a reason defenses are usually ahead. 
Now, it's an offensive game, though, so at some point it tends to But it makes up. defense that more desirable yeah. because everybody focuses on the offense. So when you do have a strong defense, you either get a lot of credit for what you're doing or you just get credit for shutting down a powerful offense. Yeah, and I think philosophically they want a lot of similarities. I think they – I think the design is multiple people can do multiple things within a huddle once they break the huddle. So just because this guy lined up here, this play, doesn't mean that the very next play he'll line up in the same place, right? Bonner may be a tight end. He may be a fullback. Borkercher may be an X receiver. Then he, then he may be an inline tight end. You know, maybe Liebentritt goes from – fullback to slot and those guys have never left the huddle mm -hmm. now hard pressed that they'd all three be in the huddle at the same time unless they're like in some version of notice how you said two names though and i said this to you last week you said borkature and liebentritt nebraska will win games this year because of guys that aren't their primary guys like uh, like the big names. I know you keep saying that. Like I, you're the you're, you're of the world, you're, the Liebentritts. Like you're they, on that tough. They're they're on the, the. I think that's where they find the most success because they have such variety with this offense that you're going to see the names that aren't emergers now emerge in the season. So that's how they'll win games this I, year. I think you could be on to something, but the one guy whose name you better be saying that is supposed to be a guy is Jeff Sims. Uh, so outside of that, because I think running back will end up being by committee, especially if they run the ball as much as I think they want to run the ball, they're going to need three. Yeah, maybe, Jeff Sims, though, is the may, ace. Maybe four guys. He's the ace in the deck. Right. I think – I don't know if you're going to have a 60-catch guy, but you could have three 28-catch guys. Right. So, I mean, I do think it'll it'll be – a lot of committee type stuff than, than you have a go-to. Although I, I, I think at running back they would prefer a bell cow. Yeah, I would too. I, most people probably I go, would. I go back and forth. You'd like, you would probably want one guy that is like you can, you can you know, lay your head on and say, this is, this is our guy, and then have your – like a Ramir, like a third down back that can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to have a battle there too because – even though Coach Rule said AG's putting the ball on the ground way too much to be the starter, doesn't mean that he's out of the race. Oh, well, for sure. <laughs> he's for, for still sure. there, yeah. and he's still going to compete for that job. So Gabe just can't sit back and relax. And you caught him fresh off of that presser. You caught him fresh off of what had just happened out on the field, too. Yeah, you know what I'm and saying? And sometimes he's not interested in Coach Rule. He's not interested in recalibrating. Sometimes you're just going to get him off the cuff, and it's still going to be good stuff. Sometimes he'll settle it down and, and, and give good thought. But, um, I mean, he, he it's just weird. Like, he's constantly learning and searching and tweaking, but it doesn't seem to disrupt his core beliefs. Right, he's he's working on this practice sh structure, and I think he wants the timing right. Hey, you know, twenty-eight plays, sixteen minutes. How many at a station? Where do we put scrap? Like, just for maximum efficiency's sake, to get ready because now you're going to start to rep situational stuff. That's part of the 
and I know people may pick at boredom, but I'm just telling you, I don't, how long can I run against, you know, what's an underfront over and over and over again in seven on seven or inside fun or whatever it is that you call it, nine on seven before I'm like, okay. Right, like we do something different. You still, you're gonna have your core stuff, right? But I think situationally, they need to, they need to still keep it fresh, because there are very specific things that Minnesota will do, right? Like, how, how long? At what point did we stop letting our offense go against our defense at Westside and and do preps defense? Well, that didn't start until early last week. Nine, ten days out is plenty. 16, 18, 20 days out, you're compromising something else because it's, it's not just opponent specific. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, what's, the, what's the word? It's philosophical. Like you, still, you still have to introduce all of your stuff. You'll narrow it down for your opponent. As the opponent gets closer, mm-hmm. that's that's the. And it's funny. I you think say that's that. the boredom part that he's talking it, about. It's funny you say that because what I told Ravi was this. I said the only thing that I could think about is if you go too early, and you're because the excitement. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. The excitement is it's still gonna be there whether you prepare a week and a half out, two and a half weeks out. That excitement for game one is still going to be there regardless. Mm-hmm. But what are the complications that come if you get your doors blown off by Minnesota by practicing two and a half weeks in advance? Where does your confidence go? What is the, what is the toll on the student athlete now is what I thought because now you only have a week to pair, or prepare for Colorado. How nervous are you feeling going into that because you took two and a half weeks to prepare for Minnesota. You thought you were perfect, and boom, Minnesota gets the best of you. So yeah, I, I that, wondered like how that could affect that, the that, student that, that, That's part of it, right? But I think he's thinking about more like, okay, this is how we line up versus a two-by-one. Or when they're in this front, these are kinda, this is kind of how we like to block it. And it will be very specific – for how that particular team plays. Up until whatever point that is this week when they're doing Minnesota prep, it's, hey, what are our principles? Uncovered, covered. Let's just generally take a look at how we would block this against anything we saw. What are our base rules? Fundamentally, what do we want to do as an offense? Fundamentally, what do we want to do against the defense? Now, you can get – this is – kind of jargony but um so forgive me but like let's say um you normally play a three by one a certain way okay hey this is how we get lined up to to, to a three by one three receivers over here one over here now you may get to minnesota week and you may say hey listen hey our philosophy against three by one is this but since this number one receiver that's singled over here is this guy we would like to do this for this game that's game prep specific. Mm. Right. Right. Hey, maybe we'll give an alert call, right? Uh, perfect, perfect example, right? Uh, Bert's playing tight end. He's in line, preps in a three-by. We will play that 
our philosophy will be similar, but it will be different when it's number eight, when it's Whaley from Bellevue West and the three by is over here for trips. We won't, we won't play it the same way. The principles will remain the same. But, the but you may shade more. But, but, but the specifics right. of how we do it will be vastly different. So I, I think that's really what he's talking about because you don't want to get so into the micro that you, you, you lose the reality of, of who you are, right? I mean, there are, there are, are just going to be core things that Apple does because it's an Apple way to do business. But they may tweak it a little bit for, for product specificity for, to, if they want to be specific about a particular product or a launch or a – you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. there's, there's core things that they do, and then as they get closer, they're going to do this. But it will still be part of fundamentally who they are. And I think I'm with him, though, because you're still working on the basics. You, you really are. I mean, he's implementing a whole new culture. You're implementing an offense. It's, it's super multiple. You're so you're if it were year two, would it be different? Like, could it be different? It could. It could because you're not – and it depends on who's back, right? But you're able to expound and, and do more. I go back, you know, we keep all of our practice plans, and we're like, hey, let's pull up week one from last year. And we'll say, ooh, we're ahead here, so we, let's do this instead. We're, oh, gosh, like we kind of been slacking here. Let's, let's catch up here. Like we'll, we'll look at year over year just to see where what we need to tweak. So you absolutely mm. could make those changes. Now you talk about like these, these core fundamental things that, you know, are Coach Rule and what make what makes Coach Rule who he is. It's these single digit jersey numbers too. Is is something that you know it, it is not just his claim to fame, but it kind of is since he now brought it over to Nebraska. They awarded their second set of single digit jerseys last week by handing out jersey numbers to Henrich, who will be wearing three, mm -hmm. John Bullock, who snagged in the five. number five, and Nash Hutmacher, who we already mentioned, will be wearing zero, which leaves. Six, eight, and nine. So you have Nash at zero, Kemp at one, Gifford at two. Can and somebody not get Piper's number? I think somebody or can. Or can somebody wear it even though he's there just isn't the a spot? He, he's, yeah. he, he would have had a spot. Right. So it's just like we know he's here, but I'm sure six, eight, nine will still be worn. Okay. Uh, you have Henrich at three, Reimer at four, four, Bullock at five, and Sims at seven. So you have six, eight, and nine three more who gets them you have you only have two offensive players right now at the moment and if the really, idea is really to treat three. them right yeah really three you're right and it wouldn't shock me if we close if we close defensive heavy it wouldn't shock me so does Newsom get six back man like if I had my druthers I would I'm leaving it all up to you. you I three can't, more to go. I can't make this anything. But if I had my pick, I'd like a secondary guy. And I'd like another skill guy. Okay. Like. You're kind of like, but I wrote down three names. So I'm vibing with what you're, with what you're saying. And I get it. An old lineman can't have the number. But I'd love to see it go to an old lineman. So give me a, give me a DB like a Newsom type, mm -hmm. um, 
somebody uh, uh, I'm a you know I'm a little surprised. It's got to go to Newsom or Hartzog. Right. Right? And like, I'm I'm guessing am I crazy? I'm guessing it's Newsom just, just because, because 6 is still open. Yeah. Like if they were if they really wanted to get Newsom out of there, I think somebody would have been taking 6 by now. Like and, they would have said, "Hey Bullock, you're wearing 6." And and, and I so, and when I say skill on offense, like give me a a Borkature, a Bonner. I have Fedoni written down. Somebody like that. I have Fedoni wearing eight, little Kyle Pitts-like, and let's just see what what an eight does from the tight end position. Yeah. He's interesting. Mm-hmm. Guess who I have as my, uh, as my nine? Who's wearing number nine? Mm. Off the radar. I don't know. You have, you, do you still have a man crush on MJ Sherman? I do, but this is uh, don't think offense or defense here. Oh, special teams. Alvano? Buscini. Oh, that would be nice. I could see Brian Buscini. Yeah, I just wearing don't know if they've been consistent solo enough. Because of just how I've heard Coach Rule talk about him this offseason, how much of a leader he is. Buscini? And why not have a special that would actually be guy? Cool. Unique, right? A leader. That would, that that would encompass kind of what I'm after, right? Where it's – Mm-hmm. That I'm not a, I guess I'm an inclusive guy, mm-hmm. but not. You want to give the, the family a hug, right? Yeah, <laughs> the United Colors of Bennington, um, or is it Benetton? I, I, is that, fa- is I that think, funny, Shane? I think your last do name they, is Benny. Do they still do that? Do they still have those commercials? <laughs> I doubt it. Remember when they used to have like the Rainbow Coalition represented? Yes, yes, I do. Um, it's 2023. I better stick to sports. No, um, never. Yeah. I th- I think Hearts Hearts knew some. Give for, me a, for g- one each. G- give me a tight end skill guy. No. Okay, just one up there. And, one from uh, the tight end skill. I wouldn't I wouldn't be bugged by a special teamer. As kind of meh as they've been in talking about him mm-hmm. the last ten days, they might need a boost. Again, a question I got asked the other day was should I be concerned or should there be cause for concern that a guy hasn't been talked about like he once was? And well, I'm like. Well, it's only been 10 days for Alvano to be in the doghouse. Right. right. So it's not but not that just big. him, but yeah. I, I, and, I, I've heard Judy's name and, come and up. He hasn't, and, and he hasn't been super healthy. So, like, yeah, Judy's a good one. But they did sli- sneak him in the other day in the discussion that he was running with the second unit. So, I mean. Here's the thing. You, there shouldn't be cause for concern because the coaching staff – you may be doing everything right, and that's just that. Like, the coaching staff doesn't bring you up because you're just doing everything right. And I think right now defensively, like off the top, I think they could play 18 guys comfortably right now. Maybe 20, which is not bad for – like, if you feel comfortable, new system. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, you'd like – I think ideally – You'd like a legit backup for each, so 22 on defense, plus three or four guys that make you uncomfortable because they're on the sidelines that you'd like to get in. Like, that, that's, that's kind of how I, I think ideally it would work at the collegiate level, I, which is why I think he's so dead set on repping so many of these stations. I mean. And they do, <laughs> they run a lot of stations. Dude, like, <laughs> You have no idea. At least from what I've been able to see. Now, this is this makes terrible radio, but um, just sent this over, like, this this morning. He said he had – golly, it's, I can't click on it. Oh, there it is. 
Like that's that's pretty in depth. Uh huh. Right. That's what he sent you. Yeah, with the number of plays. Like that's that's thirty some odd plays in like a seventeen minutes, eighteen minute span. Mm-hmm. I mean. There's like maybe ten minutes in between things. So or that like that, you have that a station is ten minutes and then you move. So that's a lot of reps. You're not doing that to play fifteen guys on defense. You're not doing that to play fifteen guys mm-hmm. on offense. Why do you think he separated the groups too? Right when fall camp opened right. up, you, you're not doing it like this if you're not trying to get multiple guys ready. Because this is a dirty little secret. Coaches like I hate you, my coaches dirty like, little secret. Coaches like options, <laughs> right? If somebody's not getting oh, it, really? <laughs> if somebody's not getting it done, they they want to be able to go to somebody else mm-hmm. and feel comfortable. If somebody needs a blow, they want to be able to go to somebody else and feel comfortable. So you, you just don't set up structures like that. And and not want to play multiple people because mm-hmm. this is that's a headache. Well, and that's what he's always wanted to do, though. Oh, like yeah. I said, you know, he, you you go into fall camp and you separate the guys. What was it, eighty, eighty, whatever, <laughs> whatever the number ended up being. Uh, you had your young guys in one group, your old guys in one group. It's so those freshmen could get reps. Yeah. It's it's so everybody could get a rep and earn a spot and just, um, you know, earn playing time. Tony White was saying that too. He loved the physicality of the defense on uh, on on scrimmage day, and he's like, if if you're making plays, you're finding the field. I do, want guys do, that can play 10, 12, 15. Is what Rule said last week. Do you remember what I really liked his last couple of pressers before the end of spring ball? He said, with the way that we'll practice in the fall, you'll have opportunities to win jobs. That let me know it was going to be highly competitive. It's, it's open season. And it was going to be physical. I mean, look at the clips they send out. And I get yes, I get it. I know they're selective. But there's always pads cracking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, and guys are going to the ground. It, they, they just are. So, it, it's like, again, the best ability will be availability, and he'll keep guys healthy. But it, they will practice in a certain. They will practice a certain way. We were, you know, we were just charting cramps and trying to get acclimated for the weather. And we have a really good strength and conditioning guy, and so he's done a lot of research. He just came back from a couple clinics and he passed around the this information from a couple of scientific studies. And he said the number one reason that teams cramp in week one or early on in the season is typically not due to lack of conditioning. It is due to lack of simulating game speed, mm-hmm. game situations. So for two weeks, that's – I mean, we, you practice at a certain level with a certain amount of speed and a certain amount of crispness, and we sprint to start practices off, right, like – we're in four groups. I mean, you're sp- you're sprinting. It is speed competitive drills. It is top end. We've only been on. We've only we've only been done stretching six minutes. And I mean, we're getting the top speed. We're just gonna do this over and over and over again because we're trying to eliminate cramping. We want to be right. in game ready shape. Right. Just so it's like that's why he does. That's why coach. That's why he does what he does. Like just you watch a practice mm-hmm. and you're like. Man, 
That that is that is real speed. They change drills and stations at at it's transitional speed. It's like sudden change. Hey, there's a fumble. Defense on the field. Like there's a sense of urgency, right? That's how they change situational and drills, because that's the best way that he knows how to get guys. Well, right. and yeah. it's how you keep guys fresh, right? And if you are going to try to play multiple guys and hey. you're standing on the sidelines for a little bit and you're stiffening up, well, if you're going through this these those motions, like you said, if you're stretching for six minutes and then sprinting, which is what you guys do at Westside, yeah. but like it's same sort of idea at, at Nebraska, it's how you keep guys fresh at any moment in the game. And I think when he talks about because uh, again he's giving you clues, right? When he talks about it being a big a grown man game, he's he's they practice grown man practice. Does that make sense? Like he's not gonna say this is a grown man game and then me and you are like we're playing seven on seven. I played college bat or I played interview you know basketball I mean? with like, a with a former college basketball player and he said a scream one time and the dude fell and he gets over him and he goes, That's a grown man scream. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're practicing <laughs> grown man situation. Doesn't mean W's. It just means you won't be ill prepared. We'll be right back. Heard at Sports Radio every weekday morning from seven to ten a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning seven to ten a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. 